Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, a movie called Every Day, which you apparently read the book for for school? In college. Oh, God. Okay, but first, um, Jane, I have a very important actor story. It's really beautiful, actually. Maybe the most beautiful (laughs) story told on this podcast. What? I'm not kidding. You know I'm not kidding. Uh, Okay, so on last Thursday, my, my brother's wedding was this past weekend. Last Thursday, my whole family was in town. I was very tired and I wanted to save my energy for the wedding weekend. So I said, Mom, can you take our aunt to Katz's Deli without us? Just go with her to Katz's Deli. I think she'll love it. She's sort of um, like the, the Samantha of my extended family, <laughs> this aunt. So I was like, she's going to love Katz's Deli. She'll see all the hunky men slicing meat. It's going to be great. My mom was like a little annoyed that we weren't going, I could tell. But she was like, okay, fine. I will do it. And then I open up Instagram on Thursday night. And my mom has run into Ansel Elgort at Katz's Deli and (laughs) has a video just like, Jane, can you describe what it was like in the video with them talking? Well, it's from a very creepy point of view. Like the video is like four (laughs) feet away at a table. He is just like having a conversation with your mom. And there's also another guy. (laughs) They're just like chit-chatting. They're just like talking in the line, waiting for their sandwiches. Um, And can you describe what he was wearing? A cowboy hat. A a very large. puka-esque shell necklace. A blue long sleeve. He had like, he he was um, unkempt as well. Can you describe his hair? Is it really long? I'm sort of like it's sort of I'm blacking out, but he's like he looks like unkempt. Oh, yes. So I received a bunch of um, messages saying I would not have um, recognized him because of the hair. That's the wrong take. And to everyone, yeah, to everyone who said that to me, you're stupid. Like, that's <laughs> not acceptable. Um, but he has read a, a newspaper. Series- <laughs> he has a series of photos with my mom, um, looking very happy. Question mark? Yeah. I said the video seems like he's annoyed that she's bothering him. You do not agree. I didn't agree, and I think I was proven right because. Oh, because I um, tagged him on Insta and he reposted my story. And so now she was on his story and he put a little Philippine flag emoji because they talked about <laughs> how she's from the Philippines. And, and crying um, face emoji. Yes. And, um, Apparently, my mom's big quote from this interaction was that um, she was like, well, let me know if you're in Manila. Like, come and visit me. Like, I'm famous over there, like, as a joke. And he, like, immediately without a beat, without missing a beat, was like, yeah, I'm sure you are. Like, really sincerely and was just, like, playing along with her. And so she's just, she's thrilled. And then I got a bunch of um, cancellation DMs. How many would you say? (laughs) I saw one. I got more that were, I got two. So I got the one that you saw and then another one that was like basically the same thing. I got a bunch of them that were like, where did you meet him? And I was like, this is Katz's Deli. Like there's a lot of indicators that this is Katz's Deli. If you can't tell that, like I'm not going to do the detective work for you. Um, I also like wrote there that it was Katz's Deli. Anyway, um, there were there were a bunch of fan accounts that were pretending to be him. 
like their name was Ansel Elgort, like sending me DMs. And I was like, but I tagged the original one. And then I got the cancellation ones that were like, I was just like, this is my mother. (laughs) I didn't say anything, but like, it's my mom. Yeah, you don't need to defend yourself against that. I will save them all. I think I'll save all the DMs as a um, a souvenir. And I also think that um, you can... A lot of people thought I was filming. And if you're listening to this and you thought I was filming, it's not true because I would... I guess I don't know what I would do in that situation. You would go talk to him. No, I, like, feel cringe. I feel cringe about it. I, like, felt very scared that, like, he was very, like, bothered. Oh, I thought you were more bothered that he's, like, a rapist. That, too. Like, I I would be... I would feel cringe about both. And also that, like, my mom is just, like, so aggressive, like, aggro about, like, introducing herself, you know? But, Issa, you are like that a No! <laughs> I'm not like that with celebs. I want to see you around a celeb. I want to see you around a celeb. I'm really scared. That'd be a dream come true for me. Your your message to me was like, she's been here less than a week and she's like living the life that we wanted to live. It just turned into like a canceled celeb. Yeah. (laughs) Although I did meet that celebrity who we then found out was a domestic abuser. You're right, right. So maybe it's just me. I'm the third. Jane, do you want to introduce our guest? I do. Alana White is an actor, voice artist, and comedy writer. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you oh for being here. Thanks so much for being here. Of um, course. Alana, have you been to Katz's Deli? I have been to Katz's Deli. Um, not super recently. I grew up in Queens, and my grandmother lived in Long Island, and uh, we are very Ashkenazi Jewish. Mm. And so we would go to Ben's Delicatessen out in Long Island, which is actually a chain for all you deli people. <laughs> um, so we would go there very, fairly often because my grandma's kosher. So it was like mm. that would be kind of the norm. So I think that canceled out the frequency of times that I have been to Katz's, although it is a New York City staple. Um, my question was, do you all like to get chicken noodle soup at a deli or would you, or would you always prefer one that was made at home? I, I am very, well, that's a loaded question. Oh, because I think that the matzo balls Mm. are a major part of the chicken noodle soup, uh, debate because I'm staunchly like I do not order matzo ball soup at a restaurant like any restaurant wow. I just won't even chance it I've even Ben's sorry Ben I sorry, just think I've never ben. had serviceable matzo ball soup at whoa an establishment yeah sorry to Ben I feel the yeah. opposite Ooh. matzo ball soup is like a pretty go-to order for me at a diner mm-hmm. and and my favorite matzo ball ordering um experience was at a diner in New Jersey, not a typical one I went to, and the waitress said one ball or two, but she started cracking up as she said two. So it it was her. It was her that was laughing, not me. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Jane, should I share the other story about my mom this weekend about Jewish people? Yes. Okay, so Alana, I was talking to my mom in the car because I was going over to the wedding with my mom and also one of the groomsmen who's Jewish, and um... My family is Filipino and we're from the Philippines and there aren't. I, I said to the groomsmen, I was like, hey, like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Like a lot of Filipinos don't know anything about Jewish culture or like any anything about Judaism because there's like no Jews in the Philippines. And my mom immediately goes, that's not true. She goes like, that's not true. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she was like, yeah, there's like 300. <laughs> 
maybe she knows something that most of the population doesn't. <laughs> I really like how she has the number. The exact number. Mind. Yeah. I, maybe I just she's like you can like, list. You could like take a group photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's like written down every single Jewish person she ever met in the Philippines. I like that imagery. <laughs> Your mom sounds like from the very little knowledge I have of her meeting celebrities, she sounds like the type who would be very thorough. Yeah. Do you think yeah, they she... all live in Manila or are they like just disperse? Like I one don't every know. one every like two miles. <laughs> They're evenly distributed yeah. around. <laughs> Okay, um, I actually did have a real, like, podcast question to ask Alana, which we have not asked her yet, which is, we like to ask every guest that comes on the pod, what type of teen were you? Hmm. Um, yes. So, I would say I, I started out high school for the first year or so as a little emo girl, hmm. um, which was, you know, very of the time. Yes. Uh, listen to a lot of My Chemical Romance, which is yes. also very of the time currently, funnily enough. So I suppose I should shout them out. Um, which is also a band who is seemingly ephemeral and really not cancelable. Like, I really mm. respect Gerard Way for the path that he's taken. Um, however, after that, I got super into, uh, vintage clothing. I really thought I was like summer from 500 days of summer. Like, yes, yes. I will never mm. forget. Yeah, that's a disease watch- that I've Ab- also been through. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like head to toe period, like 1950s clothing to high school. Uh, we'll never forget watching that trailer in the movie theaters, like changed my life. Um, But the umbrella theme throughout all of this was that I was also severely a musical theater person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, which kind of does match. Yeah. Yeah. You You can just throw on any of the personas. Right. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of versatility, a lot of not so much nuance. This, um, This movie is so good. Okay. This movie is so good for this type of teen, I feel. And also, I think... I think there's a very... I'm so glad you brought up 500 Days of Summer because Mm -hmm. I do think it, like, modified my brain, like, in a bad way for a little bit. And I was like, Mm. yeah, I think I... (laughs) What is that sound, Jane? Okay, I sort of defend this movie because, like... uh, I defend... I defend... You you think it's a good movie. I do, too. Yeah, but the phenomenon... I, I do think it's a good movie. I think the phenomenon, it... It had 15 year olds took the wrong message. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing with 500 Days of Summer that I think is so funny is it's like it's not a teenage movie. It's not like about teenagers or high school, but it it is a teen movie. Right. Because he is just like so immature in how he behaves. And And I'll just like I'll just never forget my cousin being like. Have you heard of Fleet Foxes? Like, it's just like, it's yeah. just, it just has had so much impact. Was that in that, in were life. they in that movie? No, they weren't, but that's oh. like the same, <laughs> that's like the same, that's why she asked that. You know what I mean? It's like the oh. butterfly effect from that movie. Yeah. To- <laughs> well, I was also a sucker, and I think this is going to, spoiler alert, tie in with this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a sucker for movies that like had heavy, heavy music influence. Mm-hmm. So like this mirrored my total obsession with Juno, oh. which I'm pretty sure you guys covered yeah. earlier in this Whoa. podcast, which like I could talk about for hours. And then also another really formative soundtrack, which was a teen movie, was Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. We also covered that one. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like that's like a weird trifecta of like 
what made up my personality <laughs> from like, you know, 2000, I think Gina was 2007 to like 2009, I guess. Yeah, that's may- important. I feel Maybe. like the music tie is important because you can kind of carry it with you as you like walk yeah. in the streets and like you're like, mm-hmm. I am Juno, I am Zoe Deschanel. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like that yearning. I am her. <laughs> it, main character syndrome. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think everyone really liked JGL. So like it was very like, I could be a girl that a person, a guy with big headphones might like, you know. And he's like, so um, like, um, not intimidating. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> No 100%. I like, no offense. You look I don't think, I think that's a nice thing to say. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. He couldn't beat me up. Not critique. No. Observation, I suppose. It's not a critique. Alana, I have have a follow-up to, like, your Mm -hmm. type of teen. So when did emo transition into vintage? Was there, like, a specific, did you, like, stop being emo? Were you ever emo vintage? And when did the vintage stop? I think about this. I I think about this often because like there was definitely I think I grew out of it because I was hardcore like trying really hard to like be emo, you know, but by the time I was like 11, I want to say I was like super into like buying my own music for myself, you know, and like listening to Green Day, you know. Um, So I think by like definitely starkly by like 15, I was like out of it. Mm. Um, perhaps the introduction into more time, again, music, it was like, I, I think of this as like a transition between like, when was I listening to my chemical romance, which I wouldn't necessarily listen to nowadays to like the yeah, yeah, yeahs, which like oh. I listen to all the time, Got it. you know? Got it. Um, but I always loved like trinkets and vintage things. Mm. <laughs> Going back to my grandmother's on Long Island. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know? yes. I um, like tr- yeah, I, I, I recently, I feel like I just like having small decorate. I'm like very bad at decorating my apartment, but I do like to have like items on a shelf. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's like one, one of the. Um, I got a wedding gift from someone I didn't know very well, which was very surprising. It was like someone that. Um, knew me when I took horseback riding lessons as a teen and she got me just this like beautiful little like horse figurine nothing to do with getting married but it's awesome and it's above our bed like it's great I love it and I can't believe she got me that like I hadn't thought of her in years unfortunately yeah you don't give you don't give a fuck about her but she got you a really really (laughs) meaningful gift (laughs) yeah I can relate to that I'm in in the process of moving in with my partner over the next like month and a half and uh, we are both severe trinket people, and I'm very should much... Should we give you a trinket, since we don't know you or your partner very well? Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, we should do a I trinket w- trade. Ooh. I was also... No. Trinket, I was also going to say... Elephant. I was going to say that um, <laughs> Nick and Nora has a tie into this movie because the author of the book, Every Day, also wrote the like young adult book Nick and Nora's ultimate oh I didn't know that wait David Levithian is that him tan yeah because I did not know that this was a book until you said so about five and a half minutes ago (laughs) sure yeah okay so let me go into it I took a class in college which was foreshadowing this podcast I didn't realize it but it was a youth culture (laughs) sociology slash English English class it was like both and I was a sociology major Ironically, didn't give a shit about the English part of it back then. Now I, I write. Anyway, 
Um, we read this book and we had to have this conversation, which I thought, which I got really angry about and, and really didn't like, uh, the premise of the book is that a person exists or a being exists and that jumps from body to body. And we talked about if, uh, like what, like how a person would form like their identity in this case. Mm. And I just got so mad cause I was like, but it, it's not real. This could never fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> I would not allow this, and I hated the conversation. And I—it's also—it's a—it's definitely a young adult book, so I'm so surprised they were like, "Damn, we cannot get kids like interested in sociology. Let's like have this YA book in the." You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like I don't know. Is that why? I mean, like, it was a youth culture. Like, it was about teens. Mm. The class was when about the, teens. When did the book come out? 2012. So, okay, here's oh, the other thing okay. I didn't realize. So, the everyday books are a series. There's every day, another day, and some day. What the fuck? And you would, you would think that it's, like, chronological, right? But when I click on the sequel, it just says it's, like, retold. Like, the first one is through the perspective of A. The second one is through the girl's perspective. Um. And then someday is both of them with a multitude of other perspectives, quoting the Wikipedia. And I'm like, what? There's not enough in the story to, like, what is happening? Like, what? And then I, I just, like, it's incredible to me that this person, like, this, this author also, like, wrote a bunch of the, like, junior novelizations of movies so he wrote like a companion book to 10 things i hate about you um a companion book to charlie's angels (laughs) okay i love this high literature (laughs) i love that for him (laughs) i i really like it's such a world there's just so much you know um i would love to know like about this person's life but um he has a uh, he has an article that says he advocates for love and acceptance. Oh, well, that's nice. Good. That's all. Yeah. We can ask for. I mean, I guess that's what the well, book is about, can... like <laughs> queerness and trans. Like, if you oh, have to take, okay. like, if you have to, for me, if I like had to take it seriously, which I really don't want to, I'd be like, right. this is just about queerness. Which is funny because I felt like towards the end they almost touched on how it's like an allegory for queer and transness very yes. lightly but the whole movie i was like just wanting it to be more queer i was just like just do it you know just or do, do anything it. that was yeah, what they I were like on the, they were like on the verge without like saying it and i i mean it's interesting if the book is more okay um okay did did either of you have a relationship with any of the actors before watching this movie like did you know any of them like any like i didn't watch for example i didn't watch um Mare of Easttown, and I know mm-hmm. the lead is in it. Yeah. I mean, she she was the most recognizable. Then we got Detective Pikachu. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Not Detective Pikachu himself. <laughs> um, who I recognized. And then I did not know that Debbie Ryan, a.k.a. of Jesse, a.k.a. of the meme fame, was in this as the, like, stoner burnout sister. And that I was oh. delighted by. I don't have a relationship with her besides, like, maybe, like, other podcasts talking about her. But to me, she looks like Selena Gomez. So, obviously, I love her. She has, like, that baby face, like, doll, doll face hot girl thing. She looks Uh like, like, if you told me they were related, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Same same vibe. Like, we love Justice Smith on this podcast. Um, The the lead, I've seen Mayor of Easttown. I saw her Black Mirror episode. Oh, I know she was in Black Mirror. 
I have not I, seen her Black Mirror. She's in the Miley Cyrus one. <laughs> uh, I, I have not watched that season. I feel not a lot of feelings about her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I felt not a lot of feelings about her in Mayor of Easttown. I, I think the writing surrounding her I felt more strongly about. Um, because, again, the music. Because it was, like, so pointedly written as, right, like, right. a contemporary teenager. <laughs> and here's what she listens to, you know? But her character, I, I was, it was fine. She oh, fine. she's also a podcaster. Sorry, I'm just like oh. googling her. She um, she's Australian. Oh, wow. I need I to see her. You know what? I need to see her with an Australian accent. I think I would like yeah. her more. Like I feel she's just like a little vanilla to me, and I f- I feel kind Agreed. of mean saying that. You think like the Australia, has... the Australian yeah. <laughs> is like the missing piece? Yes, <laughs> I do agree with that. Especially in this movie too. I think she's like so watered down unfortunately it's like two extremes this movie she's like super vanilla and mayor of Easttown. they were just like trying so hard to make her edgy and i was just like like, is she is she sort of like do they want to make her queer it's kind of like um what's her name jane who's the other actress that we were like passes for bisexual maya hawk no Mm. no i mean maybe maya hawk is queer but i'm talking about oh Haley luler Haley lou richardson or Haley, or the other one Haley steinfeld oh Oh, okay okay we got there Haley steinfeld i agree with that they're like sort of marketing her yeah anyway anyway totally um i was gonna say i love justice smith i'm a big like justice smith fan yeah i um i saw the get down on netflix and i really loved him in it but i i wonder if he's better when he has to do something like a little charactery and specific like I didn't think he was great in this um but I'm like sort of rooting for him and like that was his first big thing and I just like wish him all the success have you I... seen generation yet no I really want to I haven't it's... seen it yet either I he's 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 the Is strongest he part of it he's okay. great I don't know if the show was great but he's really good I did I mean I thought he was great as a children's movie character in in detective pikachu like, I, thought I thought he was, was great good. detective pikachu too he was like yeah. a big sweetie pie yeah i was like i would like children should watch this it's yeah like, and he like he has an interview where he's like i love pokemon and like i still have my old like pokemon like i think he's that's just like so sweet. cute yeah and he's um, he in paper towns too yes he's oh, just, like, well that's controversial friends. i think why I, I is that the one that cara de Levine is in? yes well, that, that's why I think it's controversial. <laughs> that was the first movie we ever reviewed. Oh, really? really? Or with a guest. With Wait, a guest. really? Yeah, that's, that's so not fun. Sorry. Well, was it before or after she became, like, a thing? Before. Mm. I think it was shortly before. Which, because I, the reason I remember that is, like, when it came out, I was like, who is that? Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know her at all. Um, but her eyebrows were working, you know? Oh, God. Should we, should we jump right into it, Jan? We should. Awesome. Rhiannon. Rhiannon? Rhiannon. Rhiannon. She, this is a whole point in the movie. She, like, yeah. doesn't like her name. And I think it's, like, a cool name. Anyway. I don't like it. Rhiannon oh. is surprised by her boyfriend Justin's behavior. He's nice to her, and they skip school, going to an aquarium <laughs> and the beach. Rhiannon talks about her father's mental breakdown and her family's resulting financial woes. At the end of the day, Justin tries to warn Rhiannon that every day won't be like that, but she says the day should end on a nice note. The next day, Justin is back to his jerky self, and the and he can't remember the previous day. That's because his body had been inhabited by A, a spirit who spends 24 hours in a body before moving to another person close by. As religious Nathan, A attends a party and dances with Rhiannon. A tells Rhiannon she deserves better than Justin before Justin chases A off. 
as each person A brushes Rhiannon's hair behind her ear. I think we could start with the name Rhiannon, which (laughs) I don't know if you caught her sister, stoner Debbie Ryan. Her name is Jolene. Oh, and it Fleetwood took Mac. me. Got it. Well, and... it, does Fleetwood Mac have a Jolene song as well? No, but the. Uh, but yeah, right, exactly. It took me like half wow. the movie. At first, I was like, "Why is this girl's name Jolene?" And then it took me like half the movie to realize, like, oh, it's Rihanna's Fleetwood Mac. Jolene is Dolly Parton, and then they have that whole bit with the meaningful song where she puts it on the radio and A knows it as Justin and then she puts it on at the party. And I was like, this is clearly something they're trying to go for is this like music thing. Like her parents introduced her to music, but they completely dropped it and did not talk about it for the whole rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it just reads as like (laughs) lazy naming. Yeah, yeah. They were like, let's look up lady names of the musical kid. It's confusing because she also like, she's like, oh, everyone thinks it's Rihanna. And I'm like, I wouldn't think that. (laughs) Well, that also is like so contemporized where it was like, yeah. And this is the era that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, they were having some difficulties with the parents okay so like the first scene her dad is like playing candy crush at the breakfast table so that's how you know he like had a breakdown and i'm like what i and that's like not really brought up then because like later in the movie it's more of like he's an artist well that was like such a funny thing to me and i can't remember when they introduced that plot point of him as an artist where she's like and my dad had a breakdown and now he just paints faces yeah. and then he's like an incredible <laughs> artist yeah i love like, his work really talented he and has his like a uh, black swan room full yeah, of yeah. i mean it's a little i wrote that he was like the you know the like ai generated like this person oh. does not exist because he was like yes they yes. like don't exist and i yes. was like okay that is a little scary but also it's great like, yeah like if my dad was in like insurance my whole life and then all of a sudden he was like a, a, a like award-winning level artist i'd be like this is awesome. Also, yeah, the you conflict, can play Candy Crush where it is. The conflict that we see, like, resulting from his mental illness between him and his wife is that, like, <laughs> he won't go to Target and like, <laughs> yeah. buy her items. <laughs> yeah. That feels like something you guys could resolve with, like, one yeah. conversation. Because he's too busy playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. She's like, hey, can you do those errands that, like, talk to him? Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> so relatable. Yeah. Th- that is a f- the first uh, sort of sign that this movie, like, doesn't really have a lot of depth. <laughs> like, yeah. that's sort of the worst thing happening in her life, and it's, like, yeah. really hard for her. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what's hard for me is, like, we, we talked about this actor – being kind of bland and like her character at multiple times was wearing a see-through shirt but her personality does not evoke that of a person who wears a see-through shirt and I was just confused I was like Mm -hmm. who is she is she popular is she a loser does she care about school like we don't really learn much about her no we know that she likes one song from I looked it up 1983 
I was like, what is this song? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's the only thing I know about her. Why can't teens like Taylor this, Swift in movies? Zoe De- right? Because of Zoe Deschanel in 500 Zoe. Days of Summer. It literally all yeah. points back to that moment. And it's yeah. not even a teen movie. No. And I also, I agree with you, Jane. I like don't understand. I don't really know why they're dating. Because like it seems like Justice Smith is like, oh, whose name is Justin? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so confusing. It seems like he's very like popular and like could have anyone else also she has one friend and that friend is like really hot and stylish i'm like very confused they're cutting class a lot but i I, i'm having a lot of fun you know how (laughs) yeah you know how she could become hotter instantly okay if she had an australian accent i couldn't agree more I think they need to, like, sandify her. Like, Sandy yes. from Greece actually has her Australian <laughs> accent. That would make her a lot more interesting. Oh, my God. I, I never. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That never hit me that she has the accent. Okay. It's very I true. couldn't remember until, like, I think when she passed. And I was like, am I remembering this correctly? Like, I swear to God she has her Australian accent that whole movie. And she does. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember, I remember that because she sort of tries to, to be different but i also remember it because she says danny danny (laughs) she just says it really weird okay i had a question for you all so this movie is strong like anti-basketball anti-sports which (laughs) i like don't really appreciate this movie is like if you were a guy who likes sports you're evil but i was gonna ask like do you remember dating someone as a teen and you were like they had like an obsession or like an interest you didn't really care about do you have any any memories of that I definitely dated so I I am admittedly not a sports person. So I never dated anybody who did sports in high we also didn't have like really a sports program. <laughs> I went to performing arts high school. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. You know. Um, but I definitely dated I have dated people in the past, A, and this is sacrilege for me to say now because I love video games, but A, like, the guy who just played Call of Duty while I was over, like, why did he have to be playing Call of Duty? I do not know. And I dated people who, like, would not put their guitar down. Oh. (gasps) And you just have to sit there. Yeah, guitar man. I've, I've dated multiple guitar men. We've definitely talked about that on the podcast. Like, what do you do while they sing? My only, um high school boyfriend who like i didn't know at all he introduced me to bad music uh like dr dog and like other music that was cool and that was like his thing dr dog is great bad i mean i'm probably but not for me as a 16 year old um he also introduced me to atheism which is honestly pretty cool but also dr dog and atheism go hand in hand it, it, it makes me a little sad thinking about me like Learning about atheism from this boy that I just, like, didn't didn't know at all and, like, had no connection with. Well, I, yeah. I also do think, I think, like, being an atheism teen, like, is a thing. Like, there is, like, a subset of, like, I'm really smart and, like, I'm the atheism teen and I like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, respect, respect, but, like, also there is, like, a, like a it's teen culture around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're also being earnest about atheism. <laughs> um, Richard Dawkins I... books in my bookshelf to this day. <laughs> Um, I definitely dated video game boys. I I dated boys who play video games and, like, listen to, like, video game. I I dated – my first boyfriend listened to, like, video game podcasts before I knew what a podcast was. Oh, my gosh. Actually, he – we, like, dated for, like, a year. And he – recently, the podcast that he had listened to since we were probably, like, 13 years old, like, since he was 13 because he had been listening – 
it to year for years already before we met they recently like disbanded and i like messaged him i was like <laughs> damn like sorry to hear about this <laughs> Wow. I was just like he like this is an end of an era like you this haven't is spoken in 15 years but you had to reach out <laughs> <laughs> but like you know like it's huge because if we were if he was listening to it that long then like that's like essentially as long as I've watched Grey's Anatomy you know <laughs> that's your family benchmark that <laughs> basically <laughs> I do I do think this movie so I said this movie is Twilight this movie is like wish fulfillment mm. because like this a like sweeps in and is like this is like queer queer twilight like he the the spirit is just like sort of magical and also just like always knows what to say mm-hmm. and at first i was i thought like the spirit was just like very old because the spirit seemed like very like mature and just like knew all these things mm-hmm. about how to talk to women <laughs> i thought it was like a twilight yeah. scenario where he's like thousands of years old you know mm-hmm. i i, I read it as oh really you think spirit's old Tell well me more. i i I don't now think the spirit is old, but I think when I first <laughs> now now I am I'm not sure what the spirit's all about, to be honest, which is probably the opposite of how I should feel after watching the whole movie. <laughs> but but at first I was like, is the spirit old? You know, is it an ancient spirit? Yeah, Does he it, just is do it this? Demon? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, has he done this for centuries? And this is like his new like, you know, the person he imprinted on which i think they use that terminology in twilight is like the imprinting mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's more a jacob thing and not an edward thing but um but now i'm not sure which is true to the movie it's very vague lore wise I, I think the spirit is a teen spirit um based yeah, on yeah. what he tells yeah. us they I agree it yeah tells us and like i like to imagine that it it it's just going to lead a normal human lifespan and and that's why it has to like stay within teens and it's just going to like But can the spirit die? Like... Yeah, I think it can die. I was also oh. wondering like what happens if the person dies? I was also wondering mm. like what if the person gets married? I I this this concept really frustrates me because I refuse to indulge in like fantasy yeah you really don't like fantasy i really yeah, struggle yeah, yeah. with it and i also i struggle with specifically like spirituality like i we watched um mm. we watched the exorcist and and i'm a big wuss but like it didn't scare me because i'm like sorry demons you're not real well it's funny jane because yeah. like fantasy like books that are like actually fantasy genre books they've like already made all those calculations and like built the whole world around it but i feel like you're exposed to a lot of things that are sort of like a little bit of fantasy and then you're like what the fuck like how is this lore like working so it's it's either so with you it's like all or nothing i think the issue with movie like this which is vaguely like magical realism yeah vague fantasy is that like the lore and the rules of the universe have to be so unbelievably tight and distinct and they don't necessarily have to like spell it out but i think that the writer needs to know needs to know the answers to can they die what yes, happens yeah. if they get, you know and i don't Let's know ask, if yeah. the writer knew the answer to those questions i also also why does the spirit know the indie song because like the, if the right. if the spirit if the spirit has just been like hanging out in like teens bodies like there's not really a huge reason why they should be indie also no and you don't get any other look into the spirit's personality whatsoever after that as well. That's true. Like, does the spirit have hobbies? Like, does the right. spirit like sports? Like, it would be cool to be, like, 
in an athlete's body and be able to do that. I also like that um they wake up in the body of a teen who likes Amy Winehouse or there's like all yes. these Amy Winehouse posters and like the spirit like looks up and is like, hello, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very excitedly too. Yeah. 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 Which I guess I would do as well. Um, Jane, I also said if someone was singing an obscure song at you and knew all the words, like what would be your reaction? Like at a party? I'd be like, cool i don't know this and i would bob my head and like dance what would you do if it was like a song that i knew but like not a lot of people knew i would think i would be freaked out and like think there was something spiritual going on oh wait i know the song i thought i didn't know the song oh sorry i meant like this scenario where she like this is her special song and she's at the party and this random guy like knows all the words yeah that is actually really special and really cool yeah, I would definitely be in yearning mode for sure. Although <gasps> I will say there was a lot of yearning in this film, <laughs> a lot of yearning. But I will say I was horrified at the party foul of her having the nerve to unplug the music that was put on at the party oh, by the party. so rude. You don't Ooh. do that at a party. Can I tell a dark story? Yes. I once changed the music <laughs> at a frat party to something better for the record. Sure. Which I, know, I know it's not cool. Um, and then the guy who, like, yelled at me uh, died. He got hit <gasps> by uh, the Betro. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if you And I just think about how, music. like, I have this one single interaction with him. And he's probably, like, a really nice person. Sure. And, yeah, that's how I'll remember him. Yeah. Do you remember what song it was that you put on? Almost definitely something like uh, Get Down for What. Or, like, just a really good dance song. <laughs> That's, That's good. It's good for dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should we should we move on? Yeah, okay. A few days later, A texts Rhiannon to meet from a random number, and she does. A arrives as Megan. She tries to explain, but Rhiannon thinks it's a prank. After talking to Oblivious Justin, she grows curious and agrees to meet A the next day. Now in the body of James, A answers Rhiannon's questions and shows her the private Instagram account with pictures taken in every body. Rhiannon is still not convinced, so she meets with Nathan, who thinks he was possessed by the devil. She then speaks to A in the body of Vic, who suggests that uh, the soul matters, not the body. (laughs) After some thought, Rhiannon agrees to continue meeting A. Yeah, there's a lot of... um, uh not wiseness on her end like traveling around meeting strangers (laughs) like that was one of those things where i was like dude i mean i know you can't bring a friend she did it she always did it in public places i have to give her that um but i wish that she did not travel around meeting random people Mm. um but i will say i wrote this down in all caps because it made me yell was in the scene in the diner with James when he's, like, showing her, you know, the Instagram. And she's like, mm. what was I wearing that day? Mm. And he was like, you were wearing a peasant blouse. <laughs> yeah. It literally, I was like, oh, I, my, like, my mother calls the clothes I used to wear in 2004 peasant blouses. Like, <laughs> I could not believe. And she does retort, like, well, how do you know what a peasant blouse is? And I was like, how? <laughs> 
who in 2022 is using the phrase peasant blouse? <laughs> like, what are you yeah, talking about? It's a lot. And I, I think they maybe do it just to introduce the concept of him being like, well, sometimes I'm a boy and sometimes I'm a girl. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which is also funny because it contradicts this notion of her like wearing a lot of see-through clothing, which she mm. does. But I wouldn't necessarily call that like peasant blouse clothing yeah it's also like i wouldn't i would say like a white blouse you know what i mean yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like a, a strappy you know white blouse like a also he shouldn't blouse. say sometimes i'm a boy and sometimes i'm a girl because like then the next time um is like a non-binary person right Right. Um, Vic, I think, is their Vic. name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't find A attractive. That's, no. that's so weird to say, but, like, at one point, the guy in the library, they're doing studying, and, mm-hmm. and then he's like, where's my reward? And then they yeah. kiss. I was <laughs> yeah. like, A is, like, a little creepy. A and then also, creepy. I do think it's funny that she refers to Jacob... Badalon, I can't pronounce his last name right, as like a big threatening dude because he's just like Wait, what? Yeah. When did she say that? When, when they're, they're in the they're diner. Meeting. Yeah, yeah, they're at the diner and yeah. she's like Megan or whoever is like Our favorite, um, less scary. Swag- swagless team. Yeah, and then favorite. she's like yeah. you're like a big threatening dude or something and I'm like mm-hmm. he is cute. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a teddy role. bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, also my favorite moment of the library scene where he's like, where's my reward? And then they kiss is when his mother comes in and <laughs> calls her a whore. Yeah, <laughs> like, could not believe that moment. That scene is very, yeah, That okay, that scene is very intense. So like without needing to be. So first she's like, okay, cool. Like I understand now the concept that you could be anyone. Like I'm going to hang out with you when you text me. Right. So she shows up to the library and she goes up to a person who's black and she's like, oh, are, it's, is this you? And he's like, uh, I don't know who you are. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I mistook you for someone else. Which, like, I assume there's not that many black people in their town, maybe. And so I was like, oh, no. Like, he's, he just thinks, like, she's a racist person. But then it turns out, like, his mom is just, like, the mom from Carrie. Yeah, oh my he was God, just playing yes. a little joke. The spirit was just playing a little joke. Which I don't is, think that they earned that. No, well, that's no. what I was going to say, which is so funny because, like, he never plays another little joke ever again for the rest of the movie or before that moment. True, he's not really mischievous no. at any other time. No. And he really shouldn't be because I have the note, <laughs> yeah. I would be seeking help. I would, have, I would have called a clinic at this point if I were her. But you mean, like, Oh, I thought you meant if you were him. <laughs> I, who knows? But as well, her, I would be like, not. I would not want to be involved. Um, mm-hmm. My question was, would you be able to pinpoint someone who doesn't go to your high school at your high school? My like, high school was very small. Mm-hmm. So okay, probably, so you would immediately unfortunate. know. Although yeah. I probably would just assume that they were like shadowing or were new, you know? Yeah. But what if it was like... A non-binary person with like extremely good eyebrows, and they were just staring directly at Incredible you. eyebrows, the yeah. blue eyebrows. I mean, in that case, I'd be like, "Who are you, like, and yeah, who what are... product do you use?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "Are you a model?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. TikTok comment products. What are the products? Um, yeah, I think I wouldn't just because I would assume they were in a different grade than me. Hmm, that's true. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I could maybe recognize their vibe. Like, I feel like in the hallways, everybody walked the same way, kind of. And if they were just standing there, I'd be like, 
This is like an it follows situation, you know? Mm. I was going to say this does feel like a supernatural ability of yours. It doesn't sound like a, a normal <laughs> ability. You don't, you don't, you don't think you would have been able to like pinpoint like abnormal behavior in your high school? That, I mean, I know like what you're it follow- saying. Like the, like the bad, the bad spirit from it follows. You would die is what you're saying. I mean, yes. That's okay. what I, when I, any scary movie that involves death, I'm like, I would die. I would be, oh, I it, it follows, I'd be the girl on the beach who calls her dad and is like, my time's up. I do, um, I do like the Instagram account. Oh, yeah. There. I think that's funny. What Instagram? <laughs> oh, oh, that Instagram. I, I thought you meant there was an it follows Instagram oh, account sorry. that's like no, being no, no. run. I was like, tell I, me I, I would be creepy marketing. This is, this is the, um, the section where she has the private Instagram account yes. with like, pictures with everyone the instagram account was wild to me (laughs) (laughs) i I was like i was hoping it was private i can't remember if they implicitly stated that it was private but i was like if this is not private or if it like the wrong person follows this like can you imagine seeing (laughs) so scary and there are definitely like bots that do follow it like lots yeah. of Russian porn bots yeah, yeah, yeah. just like following yeah. these faces. Well, this the username was something like a a a a a a a three nine 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 six seven six two, which was also like very bot feeling. Was that, I don't know if you know the exact that. number. I, I mean, <laughs> the number is not implicit, but yeah, it was like it was like six or probably because you know like a is taken, you know. <laughs> so mm. I can also imagine like the people writing this movie being like, well, the young people now they have a finsta, and so this oh is what we my can do. god. It's like the private Instagram. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Should we move on? Jim? Yeah, okay. A wakes up in Rhiannon's body. Mm-hmm. A is a jerk to Justin and bonds with <laughs> Rhiannon's family. A writes a letter to Rhiannon explaining it was the best day. Rhiannon breaks up with... Jo- oh, normal Rhiannon as Rhiannon. Breaks up with Justin, to which he says, have a nice life. She and A go on a trip to her uncle's cabin. <laughs> Rhiannon tells A to leave a mark on the people they inhabit, but A feels obligated to leave people's memories unchanged. At the end of the day, A leaves, promising to return the next day. A doesn't come back, forcing Rhiannon to call her mother to pick her up. A then wakes up as Michael, whose family is flying to Hawaii. Rhiannon picks him up, and he explains <laughs> that the previous day's body was undergoing a lung transplant. They agree, they agree to make their relationship work. <laughs> Uh, that that section really covers a lot of ground, huh? <laughs> Much more than the other ones. Oh boy, I, I'm I'm about to say something very controversial. Okay. Uh, and and say that this reminds me of an anime film called <laughs> Your Name. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. I actually want Jane to watch it. It is truly a masterpiece. It will like transcend any expectation you have for anime if you're like incredulous. Yes, because Jane has never really watched an anime movie that's for adults. Oh yeah, yeah. This is yeah. like, ugh. but there's yeah, Jane. There's some body so switching good. going yeah. on that's not crazy. No, <laughs> it's not as crazy. That's one of those movies that I think is like the rules are so unbelievably tight. It also, like, never ends up being what you think it's going to be, and I was so unbelievably distracted by the fact that this has been done better (laughs) in this section of the film, where it was like, you know, A wakes up in Rhiannon's body, that's, like, such a huge plot point in your name, and it's like... He's like excited and he's talking to Rhiannon. Oh, in- yes. And he's like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to look at your naked body. I don't yeah. Like that. No. <laughs> Are spirits like- horny? Like, I don't. 
I don't know. I don't know because we don't know if the spirit is like human. Right? right. And, and it's also like super implied that perhaps the only personality trait of Rhiannon's is that she is constantly horny. <laughs> Which is like good for her. But she's always the one who's like, let's like go or that somewhere. She- <laughs> Like, or that she's pansexual. Like, this is the movie about how she's pansexual? I don't know. I don't know if the writers know. That's, that's I also my said, this girl. This girl also cuts class a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's sort of some, you know, consequences. Like, one teacher's like, okay, I'll let you off this time. But, like, it's a lot. And she's like, I assume they're, like, sophomores or juniors. I don't know. It, it she doesn't stressful. look like someone who cuts class. Only her mesh tops makes her look like that. Okay, yeah. I have face a- doesn't. I'm going to go on a Justin apologist rant. Okay. I actually, so they describe like Justin's like bad date with her, which is like making out in a room, watching him play video games and then getting McDonald's for lunch. And I was like, I would like that in high school. Like, I actually think that's fine. I also like feel bad about, it's sort of implied like Justin's like a varsity athlete and he also works a night shift at like Target or something. And so like, he's just like a working class boy. Like he needs to like do his sports and also catch his shift and like she's so mad at him for not hanging out that is yeah. true J- jane like, is frowning i <laughs> okay. i really agree but maybe okay, also because i'm looking at like i'm sort of thinking about my six-year relationship and i'm like mm. what have we done that's so special <laughs> like what does she like what does she what does she expect like what does she want like she wants to cut class and go to baltimore yeah I do like baltimore <laughs> i mean i like baltimore too i do and that would be fun but also like not being in school and like hanging out making out and ordering mcdonald's and not being in class also would be awesome yeah, sounds like a dream 16 year old awesome that would be great i would love that as a 16 year old um what did we think of the 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 fat kid who's going to hawaii and then also the lung transplant <laughs> oh the, well the lung transplant well first of all it's like she spends pretty much this entire section like at her uncle's house that was introduced so just out of the blue had no real context and then she's there seemingly for like days on end (laughs) (laughs) her mom's like what the fuck there's no explanation behind that and i mean the whole leaving for hawaii thing was like i don't know if i have any feelings about it (laughs) oh it's actually really funny now that you mentioned that it's really funny because she's gone for a few days and the first thing, the thing her mom is mad about is that they didn't go to D.C. together. It's yeah. not her mom being like, where, where, have where you did been? you go? Where are you? <laughs> like, why are you at my brother's house in the middle of the woods? Like, who are you with? Oh, man. <laughs> I had the same feeling. Well, first of all, like, it is like a very deus ex machina cabin. We can try and, we can try and make that something. <laughs> deus ex cabina. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, (laughs) but I more have the feeling of like I like in what scenario would I be would I be like, bye guys, I'm gonna go to the wood house. Bye parents. Like that would never happen. No. Seemingly during school hours, like because it seemed like she was there longer than just a weekend. Maybe they're like, it was a holiday weekend. Like I don't I think it was about three days. But still, she's she's gone. Um and I do feel like there were a few comments about the people's bodies that I don't, I was kind of surprised about if spirit, Definitely. if the spirit's supposed to be like, like a non-judgmental yeah, spirit. Yeah, I said the movie yeah. is fat phobic. They're yeah. like, they're making this guy run. And like, then they was like, this guy yeah. doesn't work out. Um, yeah. And I was like, A, shame on you. 
Honestly. It was kind of surprising for a movie that's, like, trying to be very... It's not even, like... Woke is not even the word it's trying to be. The movie's just trying to be very, like... Almost, like, Tumblr core. Like, Mm -hmm. very, um... Inspirational quote. Mm -hmm. Like, aesthetic. Like, that's what the movie's trying to be. And so, like, I'm a little surprised that they were a little mean. They just, like, don't like any of the boys in the movie. Mm. Except no. for the hot guy. Well, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I, oh, yeah, yeah except the one true. guy. Yeah. Except for the one I guy. I said I would miss the hot people. Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> like, I would, like, I wouldn't want A to be not hot. Well, Especially yeah. if they were making the rounds of your whole town. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And you just know. <laughs> also, that's this movie she- is boring as hell. A hundred percent. Oh, it completely. Well, that's why like the lung transplant thing was so wild. <laughs> I'm like, you guys could have just cut an entire like 15 minutes out of this thing, and no one would have missed this. But they needed conflict, you know. They needed him to like disappear. You know? I think that the movie could have been shorter, but I will say that I wasn't bored. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad someone wasn't. I was but like, I, but I was insane like, premise. Like, what's... I was like looking at my phone and shit. I think the movie's trying to be very. <laughs> chill you know like the movie was trying to be kind of like kind of magical realism like um like kind of wistful a little crunchy <laughs> yeah and i was like don't do that just make it wild i agree that's all, that's like my critique of half the movies we watch is like go further like do something yeah. else <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay we have to go to the end because it's my favorite oh my like, god <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay 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 uh, a wakes up in the body of a suicidal teen. Rhiannon convinces A to attempt to hold on to her body for more than 24 hours until her dad got home. A is successful and Rhiannon convinces A to stay in the body of her classmate Alexander so they can remain together. <laughs> though this time, uh, though this seems to work for a short time, A is unwilling to take over somebody's somebody else's life permanently. A tells her that they cannot be together forever and that the real Alexander would be perfect for her. Realizing that this is their last night together, Rhiannon and A dance and talk. A tells her that this is the nice note. The next day, A awakens in another body and drives to New York while Rhiannon meets Alexander at school. (laughs) So this is when the whole movie turns into 13 Reasons Why for about like... (laughs) 17 minutes <laughs> like, oh, no. like oh, no. i truly was shocked like <laughs> i i this movie is definitely full of like teenage archetypes but it never felt like it was going to push that far <laughs> over the deep end until it's like there and they're like rifling through the girl's notebook with like the yes. picture of the trees with the branches as words. She's like a she's like a hot Asian girl with and she's drawing like Japanese art of like the pills. Yeah. Like, it's like it's so insane. It's really truly wild. I could not believe they <sighs> went there. And then going back to the rules of the universe, when she's like, you can do it, you can stay in her body. And then he just does. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like okay, this is gonna be hard, and then like just does it. I feel like you would have done that. I mean, I don't know because I'm not a spirit, but I feel like <laughs> when you felt good enough, if you felt really good, you'd be like, maybe I'm gonna stay here for a while, right? Like, why hasn't he done that before then? If he just can, like, he's just so moral. Like, he is so in like innately moral that he's like, 
I'm only going to take one day out of a person's life. Yeah, it's right. so weird. So, yes, he would have tried it before. Maybe they could have had him, like, try it beforehand and be like, this is why I don't do it. Because, like, yes. something like that happened. Or it but, felt like, wrong. also, yeah. he also is like, okay, so, like, if someone was going to murder someone, like, he would interfere, but not suicide. Like, I don't know. He's just very, like, interesting about the lines that he draws. Also, they could have just, like, invited her over. And, like, I don't think this girl would kill herself if there were a stranger other teen girl in her house mm-hmm. so we could have invited her over and she would just like stay there could have locked you know her I mean? in another room yeah yeah i mean yeah, there were like other <laughs> there were other methods they could have done i agree right right they could have also called a suicide hotline immediately like why wait for the yeah. dad or or like called the dad and be like hey you know this is an anonymous person but your daughter's in trouble you know Oh, I but, think he was in surgery, though. He was oh, doing right. something where he was absolutely unreachable. Of course. Um, yeah, if, if your parent, if you're suicidal, it's because your parent is, like, really high-powered career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. They're That's never true. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some other stuff I hated. Like, when <laughs> she's having fun with, I think it's Alexander, and uh-huh. they're doing water guns. Oh, yeah. And yes. they're doing, they're doing <laughs> yeah. big big bubble making and they're doing (laughs) and they're doing lighting sparklers Uh, i'm like where did they get this stuff like when when did they go to the store they didn't ask her dad to get the stuff that's for sure um you don't like the big bubble I don't care about Big Bubble. Neither of you like to play with the Big Bubble. <laughs> I, my favorite part about the Big Bubble was that it wasn't just like a Big Bubble maker you can get from like a 99 cent store. It was like <laughs> one of those like really rustic like rope bubble maker things that like the street artists make, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that, was Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I really got a kick out of. Wait, you guys w- wouldn't like doing that. With my lover? Sorry to yeah. say that lover, but um I mean that's definitely what they were for sure. Yeah. It's not sexy to you? No. <laughs> it's it, it like it explodes and then it gets soapy water on you. I think it's fun. I'm also I can't I can't say enough like him like waking up in um Alexander's room and being like Oh yes. <laughs> The scene where he like wakes up in Alexander's room. He's looking at like the artfully stacked books, oh, and there's yes. like inspirational quotes stuck up everywhere. And he's like, "Rhiannon, he's amazing." Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I had that written down. The first quote on the wall that was written was, "Dare to think for yourself." That is like absolutely the best scene in the movie. Incredible. Like, I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. What about when he he says about himself as Alexander? He remembers beautiful things beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> yep. God, I loved it so much. Yep. To me, this is like the best part in the movie. Which is so funny too, because like I thought that Alexander was like a part of their friend group. He was like in a whole yeah. I think he was scene earlier. Oh, he was. Wait. Yeah, he was in a scene where, um, where the spirit is like a girl that's shadowing Megan. her. Yeah. Oh, he's the one who that's likes. Him. He likes Rihanna. Like he like. Oh. Like sort of. There's a weird conversation where he's like, "Yeah, Rhiannon's really generous with her time," and like her friend is like, "Haha, you wish with you or something like that." Like it's really hard. It's really difficult. They like really had to wrap their heads around like how to make that happen yeah which like i I don't even know if they needed to try that hard like i just assumed he was a part of the friend group and then when he showed up again at the end of the movie they were like he's really shy he's not friends with anyone and i was like oh he's been around i know alexander (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because he's the only person who appears twice. So you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, we know him. Yeah, it's Alexander. <laughs> okay, another <laughs> another bad part of this movie is that she cures her father's mental illness with one conversation. <laughs> and then yeah, everyone, everyone gets along and they all like eat breakfast together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was um, not... Uh, impactful for me. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just frustrated because it doesn't seem like anything happens in this movie, and yet they do have this subplot of her family that they don't do anything with. So I just there's a lot of misses for me. Like there needed to be something. Yeah, better. they should have done more. I do think then the spirit like freaks out. So like I think like him like freaking out in the end is like dumb to me because he's just like talking about like them being married, I guess, and like just yeah. like chill together. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like if you were a teen boy, I'd be like, "Are you crazy? Like just date for a while." Yeah, like, I this girl should have been like, all I wanted was like a high school boyfriend. Can you like relax? Like, I mean, ultimately, or- I do agree with the spirit that they should they shouldn't be together. Um, so, do you think the spirit should not date anyone? Yeah, sorry. You can just go keep, like, sleeping with people when you're their partner or whatever. I guess. I feel like they could have just, like, dated for a while in high school with her, like, with him, like, trading bodies. Or them, like, trading bodies. What about lung transplant? Oh. <laughs> yeah, lung transplant. What, what about lung transplant? Muddled everything. Well, I'm also, like, is he working his way through the high school? Like, some of the kids obviously went to the high school. Some of the kids didn't go to the high school. Like, yeah. is he going to wake up as, like, her best friend tomorrow? Oh. Oh, yeah. It was never her best friend. Yeah. You know, I mean, I again, with the, the general nature of these rules, I don't know if anybody knows the answers to this. You know? It just seems like a proximity thing because he doesn't want to go to Hawaii and then he moves to New York to make sure that he goes and pops into a New York teen. He's going to wake up in the body of the kid who hit me with his bicycle last year. Or, like, an extremely, like, evil, like, leftist podcast routine or something. Definitely. That's, like, what he's going to wake up in. Yeah. I also loved how he drove to New York because I was, like, A, how does he know how to drive if he's never (laughs) had the time to sit in driving lessons? And, B, I'm, like, where is he? He's just going to leave the girl who was a conduit for him to drive to New York, like, in the middle of the highway between Baltimore oh, and New York. Yeah. Like he did to the Christian boy. Yeah. Like, what's the oh, story there? He just books it to New York. So. Yeah, I feel a little bad about that. It's also funny that, like, um, Alexander's family gets so mad. Speaking of, like, him leaving him and, like, messing up their lives, like, Alexander's family gets so mad at him for, like, missing his birthday dinner. Yeah. Um, but, like, if Alexander is such, like, a nice kid, you would think that the mom would be, like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, are you on drugs? Like, is this girl, like, abusing you? Yeah. Or like, my first thought would not be, like, Alexander, I'm so disappointed you made me and your aunts cook for you. Just, like, such a, Definitely. It's, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch situation. Like, what's happening? Definitely. Oh, my God. That show was suggested under, like, Hulu's Halloween as like spooky shows. The and new one or that. the old one? The old one. And it's mm. like so not spooky, but it's so good. It's spooky. What? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you watch that show? Yeah. Well, I don't remember it very well, but I watched it as like a child or something. Ilana, did you watch it? I didn't really watch it. I also feel like I caught it as a child, like, you know, when I think it was on 11, Channel 11, which is like not PBS, but WB11, I think it was 
back in the oh, day. Yes. Oh my god, wait, right? I love that show. Yeah, Harvey? yeah. But I like I'm a sucker Harvey. for talking cats, I will say. Oh yeah. I, I love it. Harvey so Harvey is a hot name. It is a hot name. But it's because of Sabrina, right? Like was anyone named Harvey before that? <laughs> like I know someone uh. who was named Harvey after that. Mm. Nope. Uh, actually i mean he was before but you know what i mean yeah yeah um my my question was if you could pick one hobby or aesthetic that would be your like deal breaker between you and your first partner what would it be because with justice smith it's the sports that's why she breaks up with him what no it's because he's a jerk i know i'm being silly wait i'm being silly jane pick one Pick Ugh. one hobby. I'm going to go with abusing animals. What? <laughs> that is a, a deal breaker for sure. What the fuck? For dude? certain. I thought this was theoretical. No, I, is this your is this your first partner? Oh, no. I thought this was just like a hypothetical partner. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that would yeah, be what yeah, would yeah. draw the line Are we answering no, this I... question as like adult us now or like who Ooh. we were at the age of our first I would partner. say who you were. Because, mm. like, I was already, like, thinking... When I was, like, in high school, I was like, hmm, but, like, what if we got married? Oh, oh 100%. God. I was in the same relationship from <laughs> age 13 to age 17. And I legitimately was like, this is the person I'm going to stay with for the rest of my life. Wow. So my, my like, deal-breaker moment that I didn't realize it at the time, but it should have been is that I do, like, really like sci-fi and fantasy and, like, nerd shit, mm-hmm. but I don't, um, I don't really, I don't really like to do anything other than, like, watch them. Like, I don't, like, go to conventions or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, engage in the sub-hobbies or, like, dress up, you know? And, um, this, like, this boyfriend was like, oh, we could, like, dress up as, <laughs> we could, like, dress up as Pavan and Anakin and, like, kiss. <laughs> And I was like, no. <laughs> and in my head, I think something clicked, and I was like, we can't get married. Wow. <laughs> That's very sweet. I don't know if I had um, very high standards when I was <laughs> just started dating people. I will say, and I know that this has been a huge subject matter of, of this discussion, Uh-oh. I have always been really turned off by sports people. Mm. But I do think, like, Justin's character was was very hardworking and, like, was not, like, the archetype of, like, a shitty sports bro. That's true. They're you usually, know? like, they're rich and, like, their parents are, like, making them do sports. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I've i never really gotten along with, like, hardcore jockey sports, sports bros. Sports boys. I guess yeah. we're not going to be friends. Ugh, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I'm terrible. Um, I think I've, I've come to the, con- the real conclusion about my first relationship. And the thing that we could not like get married because uh, as a result of is that we were uncomfortable around each other and uh <laughs> didn't like each other yeah yeah i thought you were going to say that like he legit abused animals i thought it was like okay you okay, know okay. like if you met someone who did this like, you'd be like maybe not um that would be on my list that's also not a hobby okay um this is this is also the part of the movie that fades out on um the sad uh, indie girl cover of May I Have This Dance by Chance the Rapper, which is funny because it's not even, it's not even like that old a song and like why is there a cover when this movie comes out? You know that song that triggered me was, um, your electric light. 
Yes. Yes. I yes. Love that song, actually. Although now, wait. So the book came out in 2012, but this came out in 2016. I was gonna say, which feels very 2012 to me. That song. Yeah, the music is like a little off. Well, that song. So first of all, I did not know that it was a Chance the Rapper cover at the end, which. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Blows my mind. Baffles and the original. The original song. It's also funny because it's not that. It's not like the original song is like super loud. Yeah. So it's like they didn't have to make a chill cover. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it was already kind of chill. Well, I totally agree with that, where it was like, so you have the 80s song, which just happens to be her favorite song, but then music is not really a plot point past that, but then you have it married with, like, your electric love and a weird cover. Like, yeah. What? But her name is Rhiannon and her sister's name is Jolene because her parents yeah. Like, really oh, like Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Putting it all together, it's so strange. Yeah. Ultimately, you're um, just trying, they're just trying to appeal to the audience, but mm-hmm. they're not making any real meaningful point whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, um, this actor who plays Alexander is also, the only other thing I've seen him in is that he's this, like, villain, like, manifesto kid in, like, the stand. Like, he's, like, a, a, an evil incel in the in the tv show version of the stand um and he actually does really really well as like an evil incel kid <laughs> like i think he's so good in it so um nate my husband like walked by and was like ah like why is she dating him <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny too because he looks to me like the actor who played eli in the like redux um the, the Redux version of Degrassi that had the shark in the water promo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Eli, wait. Tumblr was like obsessed with Eli. And so was I. And so was I. And Do I have just a twin? Like, Do I? So he's a twin, know. correct? Like the actor? I feel like I know about I this. I think maybe he does. Hold on. I think maybe he does. So we think he's hot, Alexander? I don't. I'm, I'm in between. I knew I knew the name Monroe was in there. Oh my god, he reminds he you of a hot really person. Good. Yeah, but also I feel like Eli was like questionable in terms <laughs> of like he was like a little like Evan Peters in the first season of American Horror Story. Gotcha. Wait, this gotcha. guy looks good. Okay, I don't think he has a twin. I don't know why I made that up. <laughs> that sounds so familiar to me though. Wait, he looks. Really good. You know what he looks like? He looks like the guy from um, Boy Meets World, the the attractive... Wait, hold on. He does have a twin. Everyone? In real life? Yeah, he has a twin. That totally rang a bell to me. Today I learned Monroe Chambers has a twin. Amazing. Oh my god. James, Okay, yeah, that was like... They're cute. Swoon. (laughs) Twins. Sorry. Issa likes twins. <laughs> I loved twins growing up. Not like Issa's to date. I like really desperately wanted to be one in a, in a really sick and twisted oh. way. Do you have siblings? <laughs> I do. I have two younger siblings. They're fairly close in age and I'm fairly apart oh. in age from them. That's why. Uh, yeah. So I grew up as like. Wait, what was what was sick and twisted about it? You just like wanted a twin. I feel like that's like normal. I was like a real ham as a little girl. So you know, it was just like it was just borderline weird. You wanted to be Parent Trap. You wanted to be Lindsay Lohan. Desperately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like in a weird, like borderline weird fanfic way. Like I never went yeah, through yeah, with yeah, writing yeah, full yeah, yeah. fanfic, but it was there. <laughs> 
One of my one of the things I was sad about as a preteen was that no one would like learn the parent trap handshake with Ugh. me. Okay. We have come to the end. We're each gonna answer three questions. Alana, you can go first each time. Okay. The first question is, is this movie good or bad? I'm gonna say bad. <laughs> but not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm. Okay, okay. I Jane. agree that it's bad. I also think that it's bad. It surprised me because I thought the concept would like they could do more with it. Like I thought, um, is it everything, everything, Jane? That also has like a wild concept, but I thought it like did it better. Everything. No, uh, no. What's the one where she's in the house? Oh, oh. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> also, a like Netflix like algorithmically generated it. movie. Oh, I don't remember. Um. Okay. The second question is: Do you like this movie, Alana? No. <laughs> 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 but i didn't hate it <laughs> but not particularly okay okay no. dislike jan i didn't like it at all and it's because it was boring primarily um i loved watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was well also full disclosure i'm like still hungover from the weekend i like had a bad day at work where i was like oh i can't like think my brain is mush and then i watched this movie and it was like pleasantly like stupid mm-hmm. i think and mm-hmm. so i think it, i was in the perfect um headspace to to receive um third question is what type of teen is this movie for Mm. i do want to use the word yearning one more time because Mm, okay i feel like i feel like you know yearning teens of all walks of life you know just as long as they're yearning enough i think that they would connect with this one yeah i could see that i could see a lot of teens liking this especially kind of like creative teens who think who 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 like think that there's more to them than meets the eye like yeah i could see teens uh falling for this schlock <laughs> um i said teens who liked twilight mm. who are also now realizing they're queer <laughs> and then um i also said teens who are earnest like i think you cannot be cynical and like this movie because you have to like when the quotes are revealed on his wall <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Dare to think different. Wait, Dare to is that what different. it said? Yeah, I, here, I have it written down. Uh, <laughs> Dare to think for yourself. Oh. Okay. And that, I think, might be the, the moral of this movie, question mark? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, she was thinking for herself uh-huh. when she decided to tell people that she was dating a spirit. Um, oh, yeah. I think... I think that, yeah, I would also just never tell my parents that. Okay, um, Alana, um, what are you watching these days that's not this? Uh, I am working my way through Being Puppycat on Netflix, which I'm really excited about because I was a huge mm. fan of the original series. Um, and I am very excited, but I have not started it, uh, for the new season of Dairy Girls. I am watching scary movies with my boyfriend, which is a lot for us because we're not scary movie people. But I watched It Follows and The Exorcist. Mm. And then I also went and saw Bros in the theaters. And I love Bros. I don't care oh, really? who knows it. I loved it. When we saw the trailer, so we saw the trailer I together. The trailer, yeah. And we were like, ooh, these jokes seem really basic. Mm-hmm. Um, just like really obvious. But I feel like they did a good job of, well, I guess a bad job. Like there's a lot of really good jokes in the movie that I really enjoyed. That's refreshing oh, to hear. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me happy because I also, yeah, I thought the trailer was bad. I know, I it's so trailer. disappointing. Uh, what did you hear about it? Have you just heard, like, go see it because it's gay? 
Uh, no, I've heard the opposite. I've heard like people be nonstop negative about it constantly See, who haven't even seen it they're just really uh, negative about it yeah okay yeah, i've heard people be like this is not actually what the gays want but i don't think they've seen it here's right. my thing is like if you have this is what i said to walter my boyfriend like if you have one gay movie like it's it can't do everything yeah. so your criticism is totally valid but it just it proves the point that there should be like more gay stuff which is ex- like which is the point so i don't know i would say before you criticize it see it and see if you like it makes sense before you criticize, dare to think for yourself. Dare to think for yourself. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, I'm watching the new Game of Thrones. I, I caught up on it last night, and I actually, like, unfortunately, I like it. And I think, Jane, I think it's because it's about teens. Um, so, like, this new season. Jane, you actually, if you wanted to, I don't think you want to, but, like, if you wanted to, you don't have to be caught up on the old game of thrones to watch this because it's a totally new story so like the first few episodes are about like the main character and this other girl like as teens and then it switches over to their adult actors it like jumps forward in time and like part of it is about their kids and like at this point in the series like their kids are now teens and like having kind of like teen drama but also there's violence so like i was really really negative on it because they had a really unfortunate scene in the first episode that i thought was gratuitous and like now i like it unfortunately and like i feel ashamed of myself but i like it it's fine um don't feel ashamed all the women actresses are great and i love them very much and um they had a cute little instagram photo with the teen versions and the adult versions of the two women um like hugging each other and i thought that was very cute i'm the piggy that it's for okay (laughs) Thank you so much, Alana. Yeah, thank you. For doing this movie with us. Um, I'm so sorry that it had to be a movie about a spirit. <laughs> I love spirits. <laughs> that is quite okay. all right with me. Okay, never mind. Uh, Alana likes, Alana is pro spirit. I am. I am pro spirit. She dares to be pro spirit. Alana, is there anything that you would like to plug? Yeah, um, I just had a video game released that I played the lead in uh, that I'm very (gasps) excited about called Doxed. It's available on Steam. It is really gorgeous and really fucking cool. And uh, I also am featured in a very silly, ridiculous improv podcast that I played many characters in called The Bookmarks that came out, I think, like, four days ago um so yeah and you can that's so exciting follow me on twitter at you alana that's you so cool away. that's yeah, really thank cool you. i also i saw um i saw first reformed oh Is that yeah <laughs> i saw that like a long time ago i actually talked about it on the podcast a little and you're in that i am yeah that Which was is like so cool bonkers crazy still cannot believe that i'm in that and uh yeah I, I sing in it and i'm in a choir scene and then they also used the song that we sang for the trailers afterwards too oh, which blew my mind because cool. i had no idea they were gonna do that when we shot it oh yeah they didn't yeah they were like whatever they just didn't tell you they were like okay what well, no. and now we're using it, it wasn't even a24 when i shot it they ended up acquiring it oh, after we shot. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it got even cooler. Yeah. Like, this is cool. Yeah. And then they were like, well, this is so cool. It's <laughs> fucking bonkers. <laughs> like, it's a good A24 fan voice. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> floored that I was a part of that whole thing. So it is cool. You. I do think Ethan Hawke has priest vibes, and I will leave it at that. Definitely. You know? Like, I just think that. Agreed. Jane, are you surprised? I just think 
I mean, aside from him being hot, like, I think he has priest vibes. He's particularly know. tortured, I think. Mm. Maybe not mm. in person, but, like, his roles, I think, yeah. tend to I don't think tortured. I'm qualified to say whether someone is, like, priestish or not. <laughs> because you're Jewish. Yeah. I'll tell you. One of the, I'll pick out the, the rabbi of the crabs. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Agreed. <sighs> okay, Jane, do you want to talk about the upcoming, what this upcoming movie is? It's one of the best <laughs> movies ever made. <gasps> Whoa. Super bad. Okay, we, I guess we know how you feel about it. Sorry, spoiler. It's true. It's incredible. When was the last time you saw it? Like a year ago. Oh, never mind. What the hell? <laughs> I love this, this movie. This keeps happening to you. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies uh, within a small, limited, like, selection but of like, movies. But the thing is also, like, since we have started this podcast, like, I have sort of stopped watching movies that we may do for the podcast because oh. I don't want to then have to watch it again. Maybe I have watched. Maybe I did watch Superbad before. We started the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Time isn't real. Time isn't real. Um, go get Alana's video game. I think I'm gonna get it. You know who else is in a video game? Is gonna be in a video game. El Fanning. Oh, what video game? Video Kojima video game. Oh, we don't ooh, know. Nobody ooh, knows. That's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. You're just like her. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Biggest compliment ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was under the bleachers our podcast about teen content we would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend and with a teen you can get in touch with us at under the bleachers pod at gmail.com and find us on twitter at at bleacher teens also subscribe to our patreon to get us some support especially if you can't get enough and you want to point out things at patreon.com slash under the bleachers. No, I just said that because people texted me about the last episode and about people are still texting me about do revenge, Jane. I don't have friends, Relax, so no over. one's texting me about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will see you next time. Under, under the, the bleachers. bleachers. <laughs>